The following audio is from The Springs Church. More information about The Springs Church is available at thesprings.cc. Good morning. I want to welcome everyone that is here in the name of Jesus Christ. And I want to begin by saying this. May the incredible love of God the Father and the amazing grace of Jesus Christ our Lord and the intimate fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you today. Amen. Let's pray. God, as we gather in this new place, it is our desire to be fed by your word. For your word is bread to us. Your word is life to us. And so today we ask, we ask for ears to hear, and we ask for hearts to follow, and God, I ask today for the gift of preaching. In the name of Jesus Christ, your word to us, amen. Wow. Look at this place. I mean, it smells like a new car in here. I'm not the first one. I really hope I'm the first one to get the first dent in the new car. So, Steve, you take care of that. Spill the first cup of coffee. Oh, we've already done it? Awesome. Thank you. Now, everybody feel at ease. Everybody feel at ease. Thank you. Uh, the invoice will be in your mailbox. This place, it's a gift. And, and here's what I mean by that. Most of us sitting in this room did not provide the funds that paid for this place for the renovation. Now, I also want to say there are many in here who have donated and have given money that we use from the sale of our building on May Avenue. And we give you thanks because you're... Generosity is why we sit here today. But for the rest of us in here, in here, you did nothing. This is a gift. And God is the giver of all good gifts. But not only does God give good gifts... But those gifts, they're not only gifts to us, but gifts of God also are a challenge. In fact, God led his people through the wilderness. He led them out of Egypt, and he led them through the wilderness, and then he gave them the land, a gift. But soon that gift of land, they took for granted. That good gift of God they took for granted and the people of Israel became complacent. Or they treasured so much what they had they said, this is ours. 
or they begin relying on what they could do. And so this thing, the land that God gave to Israel, it was a gift, but over time it actually became a burden to them. This church, the Springs Church, we've been through the wilderness over the past few years. Journeying from May Avenue to Northside only to find God's provision and healing and blessing and a new sense of purpose for us. But here's the challenge. That was our, that's our gift. Here's our challenge. It's for us to not become complacent. Our challenge of this place and this gift is to not become complacent. It's to not rely on what we have. It's to not rely on what we can do to secure our own life. This place is a gift. And so for Israel, what they would do to remember that this is a gift, to not become complacent and rely on what they have or what they can do for themselves they would have to remind themselves. They would have to remind themselves of God's good gifts and who they are in response to those gifts. And so Psalm 136, if you'll look on the screen or take out your Bibles. Psalm 136 is a great recital of Israel's life with God. And it says this, the word of the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His love endures forever. To him alone who does great wonders, who by his understanding made the heavens, who spread out the earth upon the waters, who made the great lights, the sun to govern the lights, to govern the day and the moon and the stars, to govern the night. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt and brought Israel out from among them with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, his love endures forever. To him who divided the sea asunder and brought Israel through it, through its midst, but swept away Pharaoh and the army in the Red Sea, his love endures forever. To him who led his people through the wilderness. To him who struck down great kings and killed mighty kings. Shion, king of the Amorites, and Og, king of Bashan. And gave their land as an inheritance. An inheritance to his servant Israel. His love endures forever. He remembered us in our lowly state. His love endures forever. And freed us from our enemies. His love endures forever. And he gives food to every creature. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heavens. His love endures forever. This is a song Israel sang. 
to remember the good gifts of God and to remember who they are. And this is who they are. Israel cannot secure its life on its own. All of its life, everything it has, everything it does, everything they are, God provides that. Their life is a gift. In Psalm 136, that's who they are. Their identity comes from their gifts. And Israel recites Psalm 136 because they need to remember and they need to confess that their life is only produced and sustained by God. It is a pure gift and they need to remember God's gifts and who they are. All morning we've looked around this building. Some of us started over in the gym and had coffee and donuts and walked over. It was like the Oklahoma land rush to find your seat and stake your claim. I think there were some Sooners in here for sure. It just popped up. And I'm sure there'll be battles next week about who gets the best seats. We've looked at this building all morning. But now I want you to look at something else. I want you, literally, I want you to turn and look at these people all around you. I know, it's awkward. <laughs> but you're all looking at me, so. This building is not what God is doing. All those people you just looked at, that's what God is doing. This building is not what God is doing. All of these people in this room, that is what God is doing. And it is so important that we remember God's good gifts and who we are. And so this is what God has given us. God has given us searching and healing. It was in 1953, God gathered a group of believers to begin what was come to be known, the Village Church of Christ. A church desperately needed in our fellowship. A place of healing and searching and freedom. A place to discover God's grace no matter where you came from or what you come out of or what you've done. It was a place to search and ask deep questions about faith and about God and about who we are. It was a place to express ourselves in worship and to find freedom. Searching and healing. This is God's gift. This is who we are. And God's given us ministry. God blessed our number, and we ended up on May Avenue in 1980 as the Quell Springs Church of Christ, and we grew to over 1,500 members. A lot of ministry went on there. 
And I think it was evidenced in the fact that when we did our celebration over two and a half years ago in the old building on May Avenue, there was 800 people that came back from across the country to celebrate that old building. They came back as if to go back to your childhood home and see where you'd marked where the kids had aged and how they were growing. They remembered baptisms and funerals. They remembered ministry. They remembered transformation. They remembered what God had done in their lives. Many called that building home. And from what I hear, a skunk called that building home as well. Something about the aroma of Christ. And when the ventilation would come on, it was a different kind of aroma. Ministry. This is God's gift. This is who we are. And God's given us community through connections groups. Connections groups have allowed us to learn about each other. They've allowed to learn, us to learn each other's stories. They've actually allowed us to connect in ways that we could love each other through death, through birth, through transition, through change. And small groups, these connection groups have not only been a way for us to love each other, they've also been a way for those who are visiting as an entry point into our church. Maybe they don't want to darken the doors of a church, but they'll come into your home. And many, many have come into your homes and found their way into community, found their way into God's presence. Community. That's God's gift to us. That's who we are. And God has given us children and youth. I was reminded this week that in the early 2000s, oh, the VBSs we had. In fact, we did one year a Star Wars theme. I wasn't around for this, but we did a Star Wars theme. And I think John Tompkins. John, stand up. Come on, stand up. <laughs> Chewbacca, ladies and gentlemen. Chewbacca. <laughs> They'll be signing autographs and taking pictures after, after church. Endless nights transforming the auditorium and, and the foyer into a ship or the front property into an ancient Roman city with Roman soldiers walking around. Connections groups working together to make classrooms fun and full of energy and we would have 400 plus kids every night. And the youth, the youth with their passion and energy, with their mission, creativity, often showing us what the kingdom of God looks like when we adults stumble around and can't find our way. Children and youth have been God's gift to us here. And our valuing, our youth and our children, that's who we are. Fellowship. God has given us fellowship. He's given us the courage to fellowship and partner with churches that are not like us. East, Northeast Church of Christ, Green Pastures Church of Christ, Southwest Church of Christ, Capitol Hill Church. 
And God has opened our eyes to a wider Christian community as we've partnered with Northside and we've partnered with Quell Springs Baptist. In fact, when we were on North, when we were on May Avenue, we celebrated many, many years faith and freedom with Quell Springs Baptist. And to show our unity, both churches went in together and they bought a cross that sat, a huge cross that sat between two churches to say, what God has put together, let no one separate. Fellowship. That's God's gift. This is who we are. God has given us foster care and adoption. It's part of the story of the Springs. Wade and Aaron Trigg decided they were going to go adopt in the Ukraine a number of years ago. And they wanted to adopt a sibling group, not just one, but at least a pair, but they said, well, that's kind of difficult to do. You usually just get one. And so when they went to the Ukraine, they have a referral system. And so they just don't place you, but you actually get to go and you get to pick your kids. What an exciting time. What a terrifying time. <laughs> uh, that one. And they said, hey, we, we want a sibling group. It's like, well, we don't have many of those, but we have, we have a group of three. And what they thought they meant was they had three different sibling groups. As it turned out, they had three kids that were siblings. So hoping to get two, thinking they would get one, there were three. And Erin told me, she says, we were really, really committed we did not want the challenge of a special needs child. But when they saw their three kids, they said, that's our kids. And so Tim and Josh and Annie, Tim was six, Josh was four, and Annie was like 20 months. And there's Wade and Aaron in the airplane, new parents. Not just with one, but three. And Annie is crying the whole way home. 11 hours. <laughs> Again, Annie was crying the whole way home. 11 hours, Annie. And, and you know Josh. Josh was running up and down the aisles like he's in the Olympics. And Wade and Aaron have thought, what have we done? <laughs> and then there's this stranger lady on the plane. I don't even know if you guys know her name. And she says, can I help you? And what she did, she took Tim, and she took care of Tim for 11 hours so that Wade and Aaron didn't have to play zone defense against Josh. I don't know about you, 
But when I'm on a plane and there's a baby crying, I'm like, oh, dear Lord, get me off this plane. When there's kids running up and down, kicking the seats, I'm like, get me off this plane. But this woman, full of God's spirit, took the Triggs kids to be her own kids. And you know what? When the Triggs got back, that woman was the Springs Church of Christ. Because when they got back, the Springs took Tim and Josh and Annie and all the other kids to be their own. Foster care and adoption. This is God's gift. This is who we are. God's given us missions. He's sent out missionaries, many from among us. Many of them were here and felt the call and went out to places like Singapore, Venezuela, Germany, Belgium, France, Honduras, Rwanda, and OKC, medical mission trips, church planning. And in particular, one that's special is our partnership in Rwanda. That it was this church that financially and spiritually and in prayer made the commitment that purchased the building that's Christ Community Church that exists today and the school that serves that whole community. It's a beautiful facility. It was this church that paid for that building. And Cross and Crown, which is just down in Oklahoma City, I might be wrong on this, but I think it's my understanding that Cross and Crown, whom we supported for years, the Whitmires and many others, that it was a connections group that was sitting around studying the Word of God, and they said, what are we doing? Why don't we do this instead of just read about it? And Cross and Crown was born. Mission. It's God's gift to us. It's who we are. God's given us benevolence, years and years of caring for the poor, caring for the least of these, and not just caring and giving, but hearing their stories. I remember growing up in this church, and on Saturday mornings, we had the food bank, and we had clothing racks, and the amount of people that would come in that we'd serve, and you'd get to talk to them and hear their stories, hard stories. And this church walked with so many of them. And while we were handing out things, I think most of the time we felt like we were the ones that were blessed and we were transformed because of the stories we heard and the lives we walked with. Benevolence. This is God's gift. This is who we are. God's given us peacemakers. We've had our share of conflict. And through conflict, we were reduced in numbers, and we learned humility, and we learned peacemaking. And God has taught us unity in the midst of our disunity. He has carried us in our immaturity and drew us together to teach us to grow closer together as a family. Peacemakers. That's God's gift to us.
peacemakers. That's who we are and who we're called to be. God's given us transformation. Countless lives. Countless lives transformed since 1953 through this church. And this church has gone through transformation in itself, not just the individual lives, but this church has gone through transformation. We've moved to five different locations, had three name changes, and when we decided to leave May Avenue, our mantra for that was that we were going to downsize our footprint in order to upsize ministry. And then we met our friends at Northside Christian Church. And we were transformed through their hospitality and their unity. Northside came to our aid in a time of need. And God turned a gym with orange carpet into an unexpected place of healing. We learned what hospitality looks like. And we are not the same. We are transformed by that. Transformation. That's God's gift to us. This is who we are. And now we're here. We're here in this beautifully renovated building. We're debt-free. We've got money for missions. We've got unity, energy, and we're ready for the work that God has for us. And God has been with us all along this journey, and God promises, he promises that not only was he with us since 1953, but he promises to be with us into the future. God does not fail. This is God's gift. And this is who we are because of him. Psalm 136 is a recital. It's a recital of Israel's life with God. And it's to remind Israel about where they came from, about whose they are, about the gifts of God and who they are. And they would sing this and recite this over and over again. His love endures forever. His love endures forever. His love endures forever. And I've wondered over the past few weeks as we've anticipated coming here. I wonder what it would look like if there was a Psalms 136 written about this church. And so I asked many of you in the congregation, and many gave me feedback over this past week. And out of that feedback came the spring, Psalm 136. So in closing, I want to do this together. I want us to read together the spring, Psalm 136. I'll read the main parts. If you guys, your part's going to be easy. His love endures forever. So let's stand and read God's amazing story 
of his journey with the springs. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of the Springs Church. To him who has done great wonders in and through this church for 65 years. Who by his understanding gathered a group of believers in 1953 to begin a church in the village. Who grew this church to over a thousand members and provided a building on May Avenue. And has guided us through opportunities, challenges, troubles, and transitions. To him who has taught us grace and mercy. And has healed us to live and worship in the freedom of his son Jesus. To him who has given this church a spirit of worship and searching out for you in grace and truth. And who has nurtured a deeper faith through success and failures. To him who has raised up women and men as leaders, ministrators, ministers, pastors, teachers, evangelists, and prophets to equip his people for works of service. And gifted us with volunteers and servants to be your hands and feet in this church and in the world. To him who has blessed us with many children and youth in this church. And who has led us to understand that the kingdom belongs to your little ones. To him who has blessed us with community and fellowship through connections groups. And who has given us the spirit of fellowship and unity with other churches. To him who has given many in this church the courage to foster children. And to adopt children to be our own as you have adopted us to be your own. To him who has given us the ministry of benevolence. And through us has stretched out your hand to the poor. To him who has given us his mission and sent us into all the world to share your good news. To Singapore, Venezuela, Germany, to Belgium and France, Honduras and many other places. To him who has brought us together with your people in Rwanda. And who has called us to our city and began the Cross and Crown Church. To him who did great wonders by leading us through doubt and despair. And who has been faithful in the midst of sickness, death, sin, betrayal, and, and pain. To him who was with us through disagreements and divisions. And through conflict and loss of members, you taught us the hard lessons of humility and peacemaking. To him who has provided when we're in financial debt. And has made us debt free. We could be more generous to your good works. To him who led us out from our building in May Avenue for new opportunities. And provided us a place to tabernacle with our friends at Northside Christian Church. And turned a gym with orange carpet into an unexpected place of healing. And has led us to this place where we worship you today. You, God, 
have remembered us, rescued us, protected us, and provided for us. We look forward to the ministry you will give us through your spirit in this new place. Give thanks to the God of the Springs Church. His love endures forever. Let's sing together.